The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. We're going to be talking about law and order this morning. And if you would like to join us in conversation, same as always, talk or text, just like we did on Swap and Shop, 615-893-1450. Yeah, 615-893-1450. And we have some friends from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office this morning. We're going to be talking about some fun things coming up. Uh, we're not too far from Trunk or Treat. Yeah, that's just around the corner. We do have traffic issues. The schools are open, and we want to mention slowdown in the school zones, obviously. We can't say that enough. And we're also going to be talking about some other issues that are coming up. Uh, free child safety check. Uh, if you are, if, if that affects you, your ears have already perked up because I can recall when we had uh, children and even grandchildren, up, uh, I guess up until six months or a year ago, we had a grandchild who was not large enough uh, to sit in a seat by herself. She's now reached that <laughs> size, height, weight, the whole thing. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's, I can relate firsthand. And those seats, they are different. They, they were hard to put in before but they are more of a challenge now. I'm not sure why they keep getting more difficult, but uh, at any rate, it's, it's so important to get them in right. We'll talk about that in a child safety seat clinic coming up with us right now on this segment of the program from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office, Sergeant Sean Vincent. Sean, good morning to you. Good morning, sir. How are you today? Doing great. Good to have you with us today. Thank you. It's good to be here. Is this a challenging time of the year for law enforcement? I it mean... It is. Traffic increases so much when everyone goes back to school. Uh, people forget about the school zones, that kind of thing. And, and so we are, us in Murfreesboro as well as Smyrna, we're all increasing our patrols and activities in those school zones during the pickup and drop-off times to help with that. Okay, so uh, be aware. Is there any particular thing that seems to keep happening over and over and over? Because if somebody keeps doing it over... Somebody else may be prone to do that, too, so we can talk about that and maybe get people to think about it more. The biggest thing is just to identify the school zone when you're in it. Um, there are different reasons that some of the school zones are longer uh, than others. Uh, and the speed zones in there are highly restricted to slow you down because of the children and all the activity that's going on in the area. If you come through there very quick, you're going to run into traffic that's stopped and, and you're not even going to be aware of it. And we've had accidents in school zones just for that reason. People not paying attention, people get distracted on their cell phones with a call, a text message or something like that. And that's something else we're dealing with too. And you're not supposed to hold your cell phones anymore when you're driving, but do people go by that rule? Not everybody. Unfortunately, all the systems on the phones today are pretty much standard to have a hands-free operation. Some people either choose not to because they can't hear it for one reason or another, or they don't know how to operate it. But it is a law, hands-free in Tennessee. And with that, you can have it 
mounted to your car and turned on speaker and talk. That's fine. You can have it uh, wireless connected to your car, and that's fine. We just don't want your hands and eyes on your phone when you're driving. Hmm. You need to be aware of what's going on around you because things change quick. What about those headsets that we used to get and use in the cars where uh, you, you didn't have to touch the phone or anything? Cause the little Bluetooth earpieces? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Those are still fine. Um, problem is those things do fall out. People get to oh. messing with them. And they get to hunt to find them when they drop them. And so that's, again, distracted. So be aware of that. And, and that's, that's probably the number one issue. Uh, not only going through school zones, but just driving, period, I guess. Absolutely is. We, it's, a, it's, it's a significant problem that is causing more wrecks out here on the roadways in our area than, than any one other thing. What about the 15 miles per hour? Is that pretty uh, standard across the entire county, rural and in the cities? For the school zones? School zones yes, sir, it is. Okay, so you don't have to be worrying, is this one 25, is this one 15? It's no. 15 for everything. Yes, sir. When the school zone's in an active zone, um, a drop-off and pick-up times, then it's, uh, it's enforced. Okay. Uh, what <coughs> should people do? 15... I think there's there's a little disconnect for some reason about what your speedometer says and what they're actually doing because I see people, looks like they're going faster than 15 through a lot of these school zones. Uh, well, it could be different things. When you get different size tires, if you get increased size of your wheels and you don't have it recalibrated, they could throw off your speed oh, uh, by a mile or two an hour. People, some people don't aren't aware of that. The folks that get the bigger trucks and get the larger tires and whatnot, they, that can be an effect. However, most of the time, it's just distraction and not paying attention. I had never heard that before. So if you have a, a truck or a Jeep with the big, big wheels, mm -hmm. uh, they register on your speedometer uh, slower than what you're... So in other words, if, you, if your speedometer says 15, you're probably going more than that. It, yes, that's true. Okay, so if you have a big wheel vehicle... Uh, get what do you just go back to the tire people who put it on and they can recalibrate it yeah you can or one of the easy or one of the things that i always encourage people to do is just be aware when you see the uh road sign digital speed limit signs that are up out there just look at your speedometer when you drive by and that'll tell you real quick what your actual speed is versus what you're not had on. not thought <laughs> about that so check good way to check and see if your speedometer is accurate yes sir and so uh, learn something new right there on the radio. So check it out. Our phone number, by the way, 615-893-1450. If you have something that uh, you would like to ask, we have uh, an expert here to answer those questions. Now, are you mainly in patrol or what, what uh, is your duty there at the sheriff's office? I'm in, I'm in the patrol division and in charge of the, the traffic enforcement and the THSO grant funds that we get for Tennessee Highway Safety, and as well as our new training uh, for our field training officers and our new uh, hires that come in for patrol. So we've got the head honcho here today. <laughs> Don't say that. There's <laughs> quite a few above me and know a lot more. So uh, what, tell me about this grant that you're, uh, the grant program, and, and what kind of things do we get out of those? Well, currently we use the grant for two different things for traffic enforcement as well as uh, for DUI enforcement or drunk awareness and enforcement on the roadways 
And what that amounts to is it gives us more ability. We've, with the population growth that we've had through the county, we currently don't have enough manning on patrol. So we find ways to uh, assist that or help that out a little bit. The THSO grants are one of those ways. It allows us to provide extra off-duty officers. They can come in and work overtime and get paid through the grant from the state. And with that, we can go enforce traffic solely and uh, DUI enforcement solely. So we get people going out looking specifically for folks that look like they may be impaired and on the roadway, as well as any of the other traffic violations that are out there. And we target those areas specifically to the the, uh, the high concentration of areas. Like on 24, coming out of Nashville into our county, we have a lot of, right now, a lot of aggressive driving going on out there. And so we'll put that as a main target area a lot of times, and we'll have additional units sitting out there to monitor traffic and, and patrol that area a little bit more than just our on-shift guys. Because those are guys are not only doing traffic, they're also answering calls all across the county. Out of curiosity, and this conversation had come up several times with deputies from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office as well as officers from the various municipalities here. They said that during the COVID period, the pandemic, there was less traffic on the interstate, and so people ended up driving much faster. Uh, not as much traffic, so you would think fewer wrecks, but when there were wrecks, they were more serious because of the people driving faster. Have they slowed down? I know the traffic is back, uh, but have the people slowed down or are they still driving way too fast? They're, they're still driving way too fast. We've got, now we've got the added problem of congestion on the roadways again. And we still have those individuals that are driving extremely too fast for the conditions on the road and the congestion that's out there. Uh, so we do get a lot of phone calls that come into the sheriff's office for reckless drivers. Um, our best thing for that is to give us, you know, call us immediately when you see it. Give us the best description of the vehicle you can. If you can get a plate number, that's even better. And just tell us the direction it's going and what, what's happening. And if we've got anybody in the area at all, we're out there pretty quick. We respond to all reckless calls very rapidly. Yeah, it's scary. Sometimes I've been driving down the interstate and you're not even looking for cars around you like that. And then all of a sudden I'll just glance uh, to one side and there's a car whirling in front of me and in and out of lanes. If I'm going 70, they've got to be going 90 or more. That's very true. It does happen more frequently than we would like to <laughs> admit, but it's out there and it happens every day, morning and night. So you're saying... Please call. Who do you call? You don't you call nine one one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You call nine one one. Oh, you, okay. And it'll it'll transfer over to whomever, whatever area you're in. So even if you're outside of Rutherford County, and you dial nine one one, it's going to take you to a radio dispatch, and they'll figure out where you're at, and they'll route the call appropriately to that de that department. That's good because when you're in the car, you don't remember all these phone numbers to call. I don't remember the, uh, you know the regular phone number for the sheriff's office or police department but you always remember 911 absolutely anywhere you are 911 will get you to the right people okay so be aware of that now we're just uh, a matter of a stone's throw away from from uh, Halloween and and uh, the trunk or treats are always big 
sheriff's office is always a fun uh, that's a fun day at the sheriff's office tell us about that and uh, tell us what it what it's all about this year well this year it's going to be on tuesday october the 25th it's going to be down at the dmv down with your driver's license over off of samsonite boulevard mm -hmm. and i believe T tennessee highway patrol murfreesboro ourselves and there may be a couple other agencies participating in it this year everyone will have their own pass outs or candies they'll have their vehicles set up out there it's always a great time so look forward to everyone coming out and seeing us now wasn't there conversation somewhere along the line that we were going to get a new uh highway where you get your driver's license because that one has it's been sort of crowded at times <laughs> it, it does it definitely gets crowded i don't i don't know any any new advances in that okay. at this time yeah it seems like i just heard that somewhere and i was going to ask you if you had an update on that our phone number is 615-893-1450 uh, and these child say we're just putting these things out on the table if there's something that uh, you have questions about that we've touched on or something we have not touched on feel free to bring it up uh, the safety checks the child safety seat checks are those harder to put in right than they used to be they most definitely are they used to be just a simple plug-in with your seat belt and that's pretty much it but now the cars have become more advanced and they've got seat belt restraint locking positions and the depending on the model that you get it may it may work directly perfect in your vehicle then again it may not work in another vehicle the same way and so what we have at the sheriff's office and then murfreesboro has it as well uh, we've got techs guys that have went to training to know how to properly install all the different types of seats that are out there and all the different types of cars. And so they always get together a few times a year. They get seats for those that, that may not be able to get one. And so we'll have some seats out there available for people. Um, and then they'll have the right people, the right techs there showing you how to actually install it so that you, one, know it's installed correctly. You now know how to do it. And if you decide, hey, I've got to move it from my car to my husband's car or to a grandpa's truck or whatever it may be you'll know how to do that and if you don't and you have a question you can always call us up at the community services office at the sheriff's office and those folks will be able more than happy to have you either walk you through it or possibly get someone out there to help you uh, that makes it a whole lot easier and safer for your child the, these safety seats they can mean the difference in a life saved or a child being killed you absolutely can and if they're if they're put in improperly um, then, then they're degraded in their ability to save that child's life and what can happen. An airbag comes off and, and deploys pretty rapid. It's an explosive deployment. And if that, sh that seat's not setting there right and too close to the door and you've got a side curtain airbag, it can jar that seat and, uh, and actually move that, that, the child right, right over into the seat next to them. So we got to make sure that they're in, they're, they're in properly because they're there for a reason. Very definitely. Now, you mentioned Grandpa's truck. Uh, I, I always thought that the child should be in the back seat. Sometimes Grandpa has a back seat, but sometimes it's just one seat in a truck. <laughs> yes, sir. That's correct. So what do you do then? Well, you still there, there's no restriction to, to allow them not to be in the vehicle, but you still want to protect them the best you can. So depending on the age, depending on the size, different requirements on how that seat goes in. Okay. But as long as that seat's installed properly into the vehicle and the child is then inserted and installed into the seat as well the proper way, all be good. 
Now, when is this clinic and where is the clinic? The clinic is going to be September 24th, Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon. And it's going to be at the Murfreesboro Medical Clinic at 1272 Garrison Drive. So that's this Saturday. Yes, sir. All righty. So uh, whatever you do, block out that time. And it's what time again? It's going to be 9 o'clock in the morning to noon. 9 a.m. until noon. Okay. And that's this Saturday at Murfreesboro Medical Clinic over on Garrison Drive. That's the uh, main main headquarters over near the hospital, that general vicinity there. Yes, sir. 9 until noon this Saturday. Any charge on that? No charge. Free. Okay. Yes, sir. But it can make all the difference in the world. Save a child's life. Absolutely. And that's coming up. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment, checking on the traffic and weather. And we'll be right back. Stay with us. happened to glance up and the clear sky was gone. Coast to coast, all night, every night. All I could see was something round and black. On WGNS AM FM online. Here's Megan Hutchins at Habitat for Humanity. It's our 15th annual Cooking to Bill that's going to be on Saturday, November the 5th. We will have cooking teams set up all around the square, and they make chili, soup, or stew. And then when you go around and get the samples, the cooking teams actually put the soup in styrofoam cups, and they can still get their bowl the day of the event. We'll see you Saturday, November the 5th, on the Murfreesboro Square for Cooking to Build. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. We are very blessed to have volunteers, to have friends that are decorators that come in and merchandise our store and do our window displays that help with linens, that help with jewelry, that help just make the store look really nice. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street across from the tall NHC building. Good morning. The traffic volume is still pretty heavy on 24 westbound up through the Hickory Hollow area. That's what we're looking at live here around Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. Watching all that traffic uh, leave Rutherford County into Davidson. 840 looks pretty good with the exception of some radar, mostly in Wilson County this morning on 840. Be careful. Ober Gatlinburg Restaurant and Lounge kicks off Oktoberfest uh, in the next couple of days. Check it out at obergatlinburg.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the upper 90s. West winds are on 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, alone near 70. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 68. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street, online at tireworld.us. Join me, America's career coach Ken Coleman, weekdays live at noon here on News Radio WGNS for practical advice to help you discover the work you were born to do. Welcome back. We are looking this morning at ways to be safer when you're out driving. 615-893-1450. We're also moving into a time of the year 
Today's the first day of fall. Uh, we're moving into a time of the year when the days are going to be, the daylight hours will be less. And so uh, I'm wondering, does that have an impact on the number of accidents and people driving in the dark? Because it'll be dark out here at 4.30 and 5 o'clock at night pretty soon. It sure does. One of the things that uh, a lot of people forget about and they don't actually do very well is checking their cars for their headlights and taillights, make sure that they're all functional. We, we're so used to them always working that we never really bother to do it, just to walk around and check to make sure everything is still working. But when you're driving out there at night and one of your headlights is out or is dim, uh, it, it creates a black spot for you that you can't see. Um, one of the other things is, have you ever seen oncoming traffic just one single headlight and you think that it's just a motorcycle or something and then when you get up next to it it's actually an automobile and completely blacked out on the driver's side because the headlights out well you can't tell from an oncoming traffic to you if that vehicle is in your lane or not so that's one of the reasons we enforce the light laws so so much you've got to have both of your headlights working and don't drive around with your bright lights on if the dim lights aren't working go get them fixed yeah, and I, I think a lot of people, now you would know whether the dim lights or bright lights are working, but it, it's hard, I would think, to know if both of your headlights are working, and I think a lot of people drive around and have no clue that their headlights are not working, certainly don't have a clue if one or two of the backlights are not working, or if they're not working at all, they don't know it, yeah. un unless somebody tells them, and that's really a service to the community that you perform. It is. One of the things we try and tell, tell people, a lot of folks have, they park their vehicle in a garage at night. They close the door. Before you leave at night, turn your light out in your garage and turn your car on. Turn your headlights on and look at the wall in front of you. If you see two white balls reflecting on the wall, then you know both your headlights are working. And then do a flash to make sure your bright lights work. And then as well, you can do your turn signals. That'll give you the front end. Now on the back end, you're going to have to actually get out and take a take a look look at it and make sure all that's working. You might just have your buddy come out and just check to tap the tail brakes, the the brake lights, and make sure everything's good. But it's well worth it because oh, yeah. you know we'll give you warnings, but sometimes we won't. It'll be an actual <laughs> citation. Those aren't cheap. It's you know it's a couple hundred dollars for a tail light. Whereas at store, even if you buy the most expensive ones, they're only going to be about forty five dollars. <laughs> Now, one thing that I've noticed, and I think a lot of people uh, drive home and you start in a well-lit area, like uh, in a shopping center where there are a lot of lights and you get out on Old Fort Parkway or something like that where there are a lot of street lights, and then when you pull off into a residential area where there are not as many lights, it looks like you'd notice, hey, I don't see as well. But uh, for some reason, I guess some people have better eyesight and, <laughs> and they don't notice it. And you see cars pass you with the lights out and, and there will be you know, cars in front and back with lights on. But here they are out driving. Uh, that's obviously not good for them. Correct. And there are other people either. Absolutely. How do you uh, some there was. A while back, they would say, don't blink your lights at them. It could be a gang that uh, is looking. For... Oh, is any of that true? <laughs> that may have been true at one point. Uh, we haven't heard. I, I'm not aware of that today. At one point in time, that was going around. I don't believe it still is today. However, we, when we see folks like that, normally it's, it's a new car to them. 
it's a rental, it's a, it's a loaner from a friend, and they're not familiar with the light system in it. In their car, they may have automatic lights that come on. Um, and so they're thinking that it's going to happen in this vehicle. And like you said, if they're driving down the well-lit areas, they can see just fine, and they don't know that it's, they're not on. But the problem is, is that you're not being visible to the others, and that's where it becomes an issue. And so normally we'll pull people over and we'll talk to them about what, you know, what's going on. Maybe it's just an education problem. Like I said, maybe it's a rental or a loaner car. They're not familiar with it. Some of them have daytime running lights so that all the time the headlights are on. Doesn't mean your taillights are on. So you actually have to turn the switch to turn your lights on to activate the taillights. Your brake lights will work, but when you're driving down the road just driving, no one sees you if they're coming up on you from the rear. So those are the, and those are causes of accidents on a regular basis. One thing that I was surprised to notice in a recent accident, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this shows you how technology has changed. Uh, there was an accident here in town. Uh, the initial report on the accident said eyewitnesses had said this vehicle was driving with its headlights off. You think eyewitnesses? Boy, that's about as good as you can get. And the next report said, facts show that was incorrect. The car did have its headlights on. And I thought, I've never heard of that. And then I learned of a new device that people use, that law enforcement uses to go out and check traffic scenes uh, where there's an accident. Uh, Something they put on a tripod and it takes a 360 degree turning picture of, of the accident area, records things that we would never have seen, does it with infrared and some other ways. And they were able somehow to tell that those lights were on. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it, can, it takes pictures of whether or not the brakes uh, were applied and where they were applied and things of that sort. Well, they've got, when they do the crash reconstruction, they've got the camera that does just what you're talking about. It takes a laser picture of everything around it by distance. And when they take that back into, to reconstruct the scene or the accident, they'll put those on 3D printers and be able to pull out that exact picture in in clay models and can be able to put things together and figure out just how the crash occurred. However, when those folks are doing those investigations, they're also pulling all the information from the computer heads and they're looking at the connections on the headlights and taillights, looking in the switches to see which way the switches are at. And once you start seeing and gathering all the different evidence that's out there to show what had occurred, sometimes the witness statements may be accurate. The headlights were on and they were, they just weren't working. Ah, okay. And so here's an interesting question from one of our listeners and I've, I've never heard this before. They're saying that uh, they have recently discovered that the group of law enforcement, the Secret Service, is very much regularly used uh, all around the nation, uh, here in Rutherford County and all around, that Secret Service, uh, I guess, agents would would be coming in to the area and and doing regular law enforcement activities. is that accurate? I mean, I, when I think Secret Service, I think of the president <laughs> and that group. But uh, so are they here doing regular uh, work for, for regular folks? All the different agencies that are out there for the federal government do have uh, offices in, in the local 
regions. And from time to time, they do make their way into our jurisdictions. And when they do, we have liaison officers that accompany them and, and help them gather what they're, whatever it is they're doing. But whenever they do come in to do any kind of work, they come and make contact with, with our liaison with that department. So what so kind of work do they do? Do they come in to work it, traffic accidents? Oh, no, or? sir. It, it, it varies. They've got their own set of crimes that they're looking into. Oh, it won't, okay. be, won't be associated with the traffic. No, okay, sir. or shootings in town or bank robberies? or Generally not, but, but they've got their own own federal cases that they're working okay. with. Okay. Well, yeah. this way this person made that question, uh, it looked like they were just doing uh, any type of, of issue. So I thought, well, I've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> no, they've got their own cases they're working, and sometimes it brings it, brings them to our back door. And when they do, they, they let us know, and, and we help them out the best we can. Okay, so when the DEA or TBI or any of these others uh, need help or they have a case that's in Rutherford County, they do look to you. Well, I guess in law, um, is the sheriff's office still the number one decision maker for Rutherford County? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, you're the ones that, that they look to, and, and you can you say, no, we don't want your help? Or I'm sure that's never happened, but <laughs> no, we on do our, TV shows it does. <laughs> we do our best to work together. It, it always is best to create friends and help the best we can than to create enemies and 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 create a line in the sand, so to speak. So it's not like NYPD Blue or something like <laughs> no, that? No, so we may have some disagreements from time to time, but we all work together pretty well. Okay. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. See, there you have a good example of how easy it is to text in a question. So if you have a question, uh, just give us a call, 615-893-1450. Here's a person, they're asking, you were talking about school zones earlier. Uh, what about the school buses? They're quite large, and they create some traffic problems in the school zones. And also, I'm not quite sure to how to handle them on the roadway, too, whether to stop or not stop. Are there different laws about that? Well, the school buses, they have, when they're offloading and loading, uh, they will have the stop signs out, and their lights will change from yellow flashing yellow to flashing red. And as universal for us, anytime you see a flashing red or a red light or a red sign, you need to stop and figure out what's going on. Don't, you know, the only sign that's red that, that you can still travel on is a, is a yield sign that says you may have to stop based off the traffic. But we have, you stop because you do not know which direction the children are going to cross the street to get on the bus or get off the bus. So you stop and give them plenty of room. And if you see the bus and you see the yellow lights flashing, that's generally their sign. They're slowing down to approach a stop. They just they don't drive from for miles with the flashing lights going. They drive normal. They throw the yellow lights on as they approach their stop, and the red light comes on. The arm comes out, and the stop sign hits. So okay. yes, you need to stop and, and wait until they clear the scene and start driving away before you move on. Here's another question. This one, uh, so many people moving into Rutherford County from other places. This one says, I recently moved to Rutherford County from Maryland. In Maryland, we had uh, the traffic circles, uh, not just on small streets in neighborhoods. We had traffic circles on major highways. And it seems like the people here don't know how to use the traffic circles on a regular way. Uh, are there thoughts of adding more traffic circles? I've heard some officials saying that traffic circles would strictly be for 
small neighborhoods that don't have a lot of uh, traffic. And they say that's certainly far from the truth. They have them on major highways uh, in, at least I guess if they're from Maryland, in Maryland. Mm -hmm. uh, and probably other, well, we see the pictures of Europe, of Rome, that's about as major as you can get. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but they drive with their fists. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, currently the traffic circles are only in, in small residential areas where traffic is a low, low speed traffic already. Um, we don't have, or I'm not aware of any plans to install or build large scale traffic circles on our roadways. Uh, we try to use the clover leaves and the exit ramps, non-ramps to accommodate. We have such a high volume of traffic that we don't want to become like those known areas with the big traffic circles where uh, traffic is congested, people are moving from side to side to side in the lanes to determine which exit they're going to move in that circle. Or if they get caught in the center and they just keep doing circles. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how it was in, in different parts of the world that I've been to. And uh, as far as I know here in Rutherford County and in, in our area, we're not, there's none of that on the I remember I rented a car somewhere once uh, in another country. And they said, if you don't know exactly when you hit one of these circles, where you want to get off, just stay in the center and just keep going around until you figure out where you're wanting to go. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be back and continue the conversation. We're talking about the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. We're talking about law enforcement, safety seats in your cars, and a clinic coming up. I want you to circle that one on your calendar. We'll, we'll touch on that again in just a moment. Stay with us, won't you? We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Did you know that Demas's now can cater events? We can ship most of our pastas and we can deliver it to your door. If you're interested in our catering, you can go to DemasesRestaurants.com and click on the menus on catering to see what options we have available for your next event. Demas's Family Restaurants. Go to DemasesRestaurants.com. Demas's Family Restaurants on 1115 Northwest Broad Street. Hi, this is Terry Deal at Adams Place, Rutherford County's premier retirement community with all five levels of care, independent living, assisted living, memory care, rehabilitation, and continuing care. I'm Elise Alexander and I enjoy being here because everybody's so friendly. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, located at 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics if you want to try out any guitar in the store. If you've got a perfect place to listen to it, compare them side by side, see how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in Music World and Drummer's Den and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummer's Den. Mostly sunny skies this afternoon, high in the upper 90s. West winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, alone near 70. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 68.
If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line with Bart Walker, weekday mornings at 810. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford place to talk. Hey, welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. This is the final segment of our broadcast this morning. So if you have a question and you haven't asked it, call us or text us. 615-893-1450. Sergeant Sean Vinson is with us from the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. And we're talking about traffic. We're talking about school zones, talking about all those things. Teen driving awareness. We need to put that on the plate this morning, too. And are there some special programs dealing with teen driver awareness? Yes, right now in the schools, everyone should know by this time that we've got deputies in just about every one of the schools in uh, Rutherford County. And with that, they're going through teen driver awareness right now. Uh, they do this quite routinely in the, you know, in the parking lots when they're seeing their kids and whatnot. But right now they're talking about distracted driving, cell phones, people in the cars with them, the radio, the music, all the different things that teenagers and high school students feel the freedom of the open road and they get their buddies in the car with them and get to laugh and having a good time but forget that crashes and incidents can happen in the blink of an eye so they're making sure they're talking to them about that talking about making sure they wear their safety belts one of the biggest things is that we get in the car sometimes and that needs to be the very first thing we do sit down and buckle up after that you can get started with your with your drive, but sit down and buckle up so you just don't forget about it. It'll save your life every day. Good point. So, and, and these are classes that are offered to the teens, or are they driving teens? Are they, is it mandatory? The, the SROs go through, and they just kind of enforce this and talk to students on whenever they get a chance. Right now, it's just kind of like a, an, an all-stop campaign, meaning they're just out there more so than normal. Uh, trying to enforce these things on the students and make them aware of it. One of the things a lot of people don't realize is the, is uh, a move-over law. And what that basically means is whenever you see flashing lights on the side of the road, that means you need to move your vehicle over one lane to stay away from that vehicle that's on the side of the road. Or if traffic just doesn't allow you to do that, then you need to slow the vehicle down so that passing that vehicle is safe you don't know what's going on with the vehicle you don't know if someone's under it working you don't know if some if they're having a medical emergency and they're going to throw the door open and get out of the car you just don't know and so in tennessee move over law simply states that if there's a flashing lights on a vehicle of any kind on the shoulder of the road move over give them some space and if you see the any of our law enforcement agents out there on the side of the road working you need to do the same thing. Their blue lights mean the same thing as any other color lights. Move over, give them some space. Um, I know that right now, uh, whenever we have the opportunity to enforce that move over law, we're doing so because it seems that there's a lot of people out in the community that are just not aware of it. They, they've never been told about it or 
they they just don't realize what it means. Here's a text from a listener who says, uh, thank you for talking about the move over law. But sometimes if I'm on the interstate, if I move over, I would be moving into traffic that is already pretty congested with uh, trailer trucks. Uh, that's not always the best way. Am I breaking the law when I don't move over? When you can't move over, and that we, and we do understand there's times when traffic is congested and we can't get over. We may finally, a, a, an 18-wheeler, so to speak, moves out of your way, and then you see the lights. So you have a last-minute time to react, and you look to your left to try and get over, and you can't. That's okay. Slow it down. Slow roll by those folks so that you can react to something that may happen right there in front of you as you're passing. That's that's our that's our rule. If you can't give a lane, slow it down to a slow roll. So use logic yes, in sir. whatever you do. Keep everybody safe out there. Like we said, you just think about that being your child on the side of the road and somebody you do you wouldn't want someone driving seventy miles an hour on the interstate passing them when they're trying to change a tire or figure out what's wrong with the car or answer questions to an insurance company or to mom or dad and, and they're just lost. They don't know what to do. And that happens quite routinely. And being out on the interstate with that high traffic volume and that high speeds, that's a scary place to be. Oh, yeah. And I guess really you want to get as far off the roadway as possible. Sometimes that uh, little extra lane gives you a little room, but if you can get over in the grass, you're probably better off the farther off you can safely get. If you, as long as you can get that car safely off the roadway and far enough from oncoming traffic, that's that's great. And one of the other things a lot of folks don't seem to know is when we're running emergency traffic for an ambulance, a fire, uh, law enforcement, whatever that may be, and we come up behind you, that doesn't, the intent is for you to move to the right. We try and operate in the fast lane, the emergency lane as best as we can, and but everyone else that's in front of us should be moving off to the right. We do have from time to time folks that don't know what to do, and so they'll pull off to the left and that's only going to cause an accident or they'll stop in the middle of the lane which is only going to cause an accident all we have to do you know is pull off to the right guess what if we're there for you we're going to talk to you on the shoulder of the road anyway but most likely if you see us come up moving pretty quick with our lights and sirens we're not coming for you we're going someplace and uh just go ahead and shift over one lane and let us go on through here's a, another text from a listener who says this morning they were coming into town and a fire truck was coming at them from the opposite direction. It was a six-lane road, uh, and since the fire truck was in the different direction, they sort of slowed down, but they didn't come to a stop on the side of the road. Did they do the right thing? Yes, you, 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 did, you did the right thing. Make sure you give them as much room as possible. I'm not familiar with the situation that occurred there this morning, but from time to time, because of where they're going and where they're at, they have to come into oncoming traffic from time to time. When that happens, we do our best to get law enforcement out there to slow traffic and make sure that they're, everyone's aware of what's happening. However, that doesn't always occur. And so, yes, give them the space they need, move over, slow it down, let them pass you by, and then move on. We have a, another text here. Is there a Citizens Police Academy coming up anytime soon? I bet you didn't know that question. That's a question. I don't know the answer to that one right now. However, um, you can always call our community services number, and they're the ones that put that together. And they do it a few times a year. And their phone number is going to be 
619-604-3019. That's our community services folks there at the Sheriff's Office. Okay, now before we leave, let's touch on uh, that uh, special event coming up and, and sort of get uh, remind people again about the Child Safety Seat Inspection. Yes, sir, the Child Safety Seat Inspection is going to be this Saturday from 9 o'clock till noon. It's going to be over at the Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, which is located at 1272 Garrison Drive. Uh, Sheriff's Office is going to be out there. Murfreesboro is going to be out there as well. And we will be putting on a clinic to show how to install the, install the safety seats. And we will actually have some to provide to a few folks as well. Okay, that's 9 until noon. Yes, sir. 9 a.m. until noon. Okay. At 1272 Garrison Drive. Okay. Very good. Circle that on your... And it is free, I guess. It is free. Okay. (laughs) And it will save lives. So uh, might as well learn to do that and do it properly. And if you're a grandparent, definitely go over there. So you can teach your child how to do it uh, so they can keep their child safe, too. Exactly. And uh, we've got about a minute and a half left in our broadcast this morning. Are there any other issues? Uh, let's mention trunk or treat again, because that'll be here before we know it, and uh, mainly where it will be and what time. It's going to be on the Tuesday, the October the 25th. It's going to be from 5 o'clock to 7 p.m. It's going to be over at the driver's license office, which is off of Samsonite Boulevard. Okay. We're going to have TDOT out there directing traffic. We'll have fire and EMS out there as well. You'll get to see a lot of the law enforcement agencies represented there. It'll be a great time. Um, Come on out. Come in costume. Meet everybody. Get some candy. (laughs) Sounds fun. Sounds like a great time to be had by all. If you have any questions on any of these issues, uh, just get with our friends at the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. They are there to make your day safer and uh, help you be healthier. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. We've been talking this morning with Sergeant Sean Vinson with the Rutherford County Sheriff's Office. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Chip is next, right here on your good neighbor station. I understand he's going to have some uh, folks that you are very familiar with.